Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Our Lady of Sorrows Parish at St. Matthias Church. This afternoon, we celebrate the second Sunday of Easter and Divine Mercy Sunday. Today, we again welcome Father Lawrence as our presider, and today's Mass is celebrated for the Holy Name Society. Please stand now and welcome one another to Mass this afternoon. We begin this afternoon the gathered hymnal with number 523, number 523. Yeah. 
May the Almighty God have mercy on us. May he forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of good
by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The community of believers was of one heart and mind, and no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they had everything in common. With great power, the apostles bore witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great favor was accorded them all. There was no needy person among them, for those who owned property or houses would sell them, bring the proceeds of the sale, and put them at the feet of the apostles, and they were distributed to each according to need. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please turn on the front of the gather hymnal to number 82, number 82. Rejected 
has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is begotten by God. And everyone who loves the Father loves also the one begotten by him. In this way, we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whoever is begotten by God conquers the world. And the victory that conquers the world is our faith. Who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by water alone, but by water and blood. The Spirit is the one that testifies. The Spirit is truth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be with you. 
with with your spirit. spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he prayed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God. And that through this belief, you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friends, my brothers and sisters, on this second Sunday of Easter, Dublin as the Divine Mercy Sunday, I choose to reflect with us, center my reflection around the person of Thomas, his experience as narrated in the gospel we just listened to, and to draw from it 
a lesson for ourselves as we continue our own journey of faith. But first, let me go back to the words of two of our modern popes around the theme of mercy. During his Angelus address on March 30, 2008, Holy Father Emeritus Pope Benedict XVI had this to say. Mercy is the central nucleus of the gospel message. It is the very name of God, the face with which he revealed himself in the old covenant and fully in Jesus Christ, the incarnation of creative and redemptive love. May this merciful love also shine on the face of the church and show itself through the sacraments, in particular that of the reconciliation and in works of charity, both communitarian and individual. May all that the church says and does manifest the mercy God feels for man. The Holy Father, recognizing the mercy of God, highlights that this mercy is both communitarian and individual. It is manifested in the work of the community as a whole, as well as in the works of each member of the community as individuals. No wonder we heard in the first reading how the believers were of one heart and one mind in the way they lived out their Christian faith so that no one claimed whatever he had or she had as his or her own. But people were willing to make available their possessions to the community and individual needs were met through the effort of each and all. And then, again, in a similar message, the Angelus message on April 10, 1994, St. Pope John Paul II, who proclaimed this Sunday as Divine Mercy Sunday, the second Sunday of Easter, had this to say, what is mercy if not the boundless love of God, who confronted with human sin, restrains the sentiment of severe justice and allowing himself to be moved by the wretchedness of his creatures, spurs himself to the total gift of self in the son's cross. Who can say that he is free from sin and does not need God's mercy? As people of this restless time of ours, wavering between the emptiness of self-exaltation and the humiliation of despair, we have a greater need 
than ever for a regenerating experience of mercy. What catches my attention here is the Pope's singling out of the emptiness of self-exaltation and the humiliation of despair that must move us to seek the face of God in mercy. I suppose that despair was at the heart of St. Thomas, the Apostle Thomas, not being with the community when Jesus came the first time. The despair, the humiliation that the one they thought was the redeemer of the world had himself suffered death and seemed to have perished. They were all struck by humiliation. Some of them had already decided we're making plans to return to their ways, former ways of life. For everything had come to an end, a shameful end. So when Jesus came the first time, Thomas was not in the community. But the mercy of God will not abandon him. Jesus will return a second time when Thomas was, a, was present. And the lesson there for us, my brothers and sisters, is that we cannot come too late to the mercy of God because the mercy of God constantly awaits us. In our time, where it is very possible for the individual to be lost in the midst of the crowd, the experience of Thomas, the mercy of God that sought him out from the crowd, where he was, how he was, and how he needed the mercy of God, speaks courage and hope to each and every one of us. That God cannot lose us in the midst of the crowd. He knows just what we need, how we need it, when we need it, where we need it. And his mercy will seek you out. His mercy will seek me out. And the good news is that when the mercy of God finds you, when the mercy of God finds me, something wonderful can happen. We can see that no one comes too late to the table not to have something to offer. Because as the Gospels recount, after Thomas had what he wanted, what did he do? He proclaimed a deeper faith in God, in Jesus, risen in glory than those who were there the first time. He said to him, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God. So, the despair that was in him, God healed. And how can we experience such healing? 
if we eschew the emptiness of self-exaltation that weighs us down all the time. The individual, the consciousness of the human, not humanness in us. If we lay aside everything we know about how impossible it is for us to escape our condition, God can find us. That is what it means to turn our attention back to him. As Pope Benedict XVI said, true reconciliation, when we choose to seek the face of God again. The readings today tell us how we can do it through the work of charity. A charity that is not forced, a charity that is not imposed, but a charity that flows from our own self-will. We willingly choose to be charitable. Members of the early Christian community, they were not forced to sell their possessions. They did it willingly. And that was what gave it merit in the eyes of God. In today's world, we hear the debate all the time within the political arena about the value of capitalism and socialism, as if both cannot be helpful and useful for humanity. Today, as we hear of the mercy of God inviting us to be charitable, both as a community as as individuals, we see that both have value. The community does not swallow the individual, and the individual does not neglect the community. But it has to flow, it has to be a free act. When we freely do acts of charity, what do we feel in our heart? There is a sense of joy. But when charity is forced out of us, there is an opposing experience or emotional feeling. We don't feel as excited when charity is forced out of us. And that is why what we freely give from what God has blessed us with, what we freely contribute to the community can help this community to take care of those who don't have so that there will be none in the community lacking what he or she needs to survive. That is part of divine mercy. And so my brother, my sister, as the mercy of God seeks you, as the mercy of God seeks me, may that mercy find me and find you. And it may take countless experiences. There is no limit to that searching to that impulse that God is looking for you, looking for me, to let his mercy envelop us. That is what challenges our human experience, an experience of scheduling and merit, so that when you are not there, when you are scheduled to be there, 
someone says you have lost your chance. God did not leave Thomas because he was not there when he was scheduled to be there the first time. He came back for him. And we are all the better for it. So do not despair. Do not lose hope. But let the mercy of God at God's own good time find you out. And when God blesses you in mercy, may you, like St. Thomas, bring something wonderful to the table to let the world see that God is truly merciful and divine. And he seeks all of us to experience a greater depth of experience with him, leading us to eternal life. Amen. Let us now approach God with our faith, proclaiming that faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made. Consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Trusting in the mercy of God, let us bring our petitions to him. For our Catholic Church, as we celebrate God's divine mercy, may we truly be a Christian community that inspires faith, forgiveness, and peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord For peace in our world, may all who lead seek to form societies based on equality, forgiveness, and reconciliation. May the welfare of all God's people and creation form their policy. 
we pray to the Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. For our nation's leaders and for all who have great influence in our United States, we pray to the Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. For all who struggle with the evils of our day, may they know that life in Christ means forgiveness and reconciliation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. For our parish, May this Easter season help us to grow in commitment and love of our faith. We pray for all those newly initiated during this Easter season. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For those who are unemployed, anxious, or without hope, may their faith assure them of God's presence in their lives. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the sick, May they feel the calming presence of the Holy Spirit. May they be healed. We pray to the Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. For those who have died, may they live with the risen Savior forever. We pray to the Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. God of mercy, through your risen Son, Jesus Christ, in glory, you have formed us as a people, a community of faith, yet you know us individually as your sons and daughters. Grant us the grace we need to respond to you accordingly, as you grant the request we have placed at your altar this evening, through the same Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Please turn in the gather hymnal to number 532, number 532. We will sing the verses in groups of three between the refrain. Yeah. 
in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with St. Matthias, and all the saints, who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Savior's command and formed by divine teachings, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
and deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us, as appropriate, my brothers and sisters, offer to each other the sign of peace.
And they gather hymnal number 922, number 922.
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. number 525. Yeah. 